lady to say that we were being obnoxious i didn't see that at all i think we are obnoxious but to each other exactly (laughs) we're interviewing you not hearing ourselves talk we uh, will ask you a question he's only hearing himself talk right now but that's exactly kind of obnoxious (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) anyway so i mean what do you thought rick rick Rick, what did you say? I mean, I had to say it three times. I don't know why. I mean, well, I'm the third. That's, that's why. To license. I think this is where we're gonna see a Dean Ambrose turn. Mm-hmm. I think this is that's what I'm Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Wrestling POE. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Goody. Shalom. And the third heel, Rick Serrano the third. Yo, yo, yo. And of course, our intern, Miguel Go. <laughs> All I heard was, ing. <laughs> <laughs> the hell happened there? Anywho, jam-packed show today. We had the SummerSlam pay-per-view points game we also have nxt takeover brooklyn uh we got raw smackdown and then of course we got the nxt so uh before we cover all that and even before we even cover the news from the wrestling news from around the world we have to go over the wrestling uh facebook poll of the week and possible hater comment of the week now i put this poll up because um there was some talks about the whole colt cabana versus cm punk Lost. Okay. Now, I put this poll up because after the show went off the air last week, I just kept reading more and more hatred for CM Punk. Like, everybody's starting to get against CM Punk now. So I'm like, you know what? Let me do a poll real quick. Let me see where the people, how they feel. So this was the poll. With the events happening this week between CM Punk and Colt Cabana, does CM Punk have the right not to pay Colt Cabana? Uh, the one answer was yes. He he uh, he's very he's he has every right. Uh, and then the other one was no. Pay the man already, you know, saying that CM Punk needs to pay. Now, Rick, being that this is a touchy subject for you, yeah, uh, <laughs> how did you feel about this poll? First of all, I hated it. I hated it all. I just didn't understand. So, anyway, I'm going to read off what happened. 
Uh, Adam and Nate said, uh, the real question is, does it affect the possible appearance at all, at All In? All In is the uh, pay-per-view for um, uh, Ring of Honor. And uh, he's trying to say that it, this is all the work. And then that's what I asked him. I said, you think this is the work? He goes, I don't think so, honestly. But from what I've read, what I've read, and it's a case of Punk flaking out on a handshake deal. I said, if it's a work, it's a clever one in, in uh, history. The most clever, you know, work in history. So, uh, Jay Hovel said, I'd love the CM Punk character when he was wrestling. But since he left, I've got the impression he's a cock. This is just, that's a harsh word. My God. Uh, <laughs> he's, <laughs> this is just the latest in a long story, in a long line of <laughs> shit things he's done. Just pay the man, and he's the last friend he's got. He's not Fuck wrong. That. He's, Fuck that. He's not wrong. He's not a friend. <laughs> Friends don't act for $200,000. That's true. <laughs> but Coca Bad is the only friend he's got left. He <laughs> wasn't, though. That's been over for years. So, uh, what was you saying, Mimi? Well, uh, my, my opinion is basically if the turn of events, if it comes out that um, CM Punk said, don't worry, I got you. Just pay the lawyer fees. The, the rest of the money... And, and just be done being friends. Exactly. <laughs> just pay the... There's no reason for I mean? the million dollars. Yeah, right, no, I get right. that. So, how I look at it is that they're both fucking assholes. Right. One for asking for a million dollars and the other one for saying that you're gonna help a brother out because he can't afford it. Right. And then backing out last minute. True. Two. What is this? What is this? Uh, a Bronx Tale? Sonny Three Fingers? <laughs> you pay him $200,000, you're out of his life forever. What yeah, else? that's pretty much that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, come on. Oh, you shook his hand. It's a de- Get out of here. It's not a law-abiding contract. It's a damn text message. That's nothing. And, and you know what? That's proof enough, though, in yeah. this case. You know? I mean, AJ took his phone and was mad at CM Punk. was just like, I'm going to go text... Coca-Cola and tell him you're going to pay him $200,000. Yeah. You never know. No. No, they can easily find out, I'm sure. So Barry Oakle, he said, since the details are not known, how is someone supposed to answer this question? Thank you, Barry. But I, And I told him. I said, uh, supposedly this was all over a text uh, that CM Punk said that he would cover the cost for Colt Cabana. He goes, and, um, and then Barry says, and then ask him to pay for half, and that's it. No reasons why, no info about whether these... Uh, there were the conditions, nothing. Could have Punk was going to pay, could have been Punk was going to pay if Colt used Punk's lawyer, but then he got his own instead, which is which cost way more. Only info to hit about the story was that when it broke two days ago, which was last week. It's absolutely impossible to have informed opinion on the matter at this time. Uh, Tom Smith said, just punk being a dick as usual. Because <laughs> you know who CM Punk is, Tom. And uh, you do too, and, right, Rick? And Martin Christensen said, people that blame punk here are complete morons with no Thank sense you. of realism. We don't know the actual details. We only heard about this, and neither punk or Cabana has actually commented on this. So people should really shut up. Uh, no, Barry. Uh, what was his name? I forgot. It just passed. And no, you shut up. Anyway, um, the but we only going off of what was being told, which was a text message between the two um, that stated, "Hey, I need help with this." Punk said, "Don't worry, I got you." 
And now that's pretty much it. So if that's the case, then Punk, to me, in my opinion, I think exactly what Mimi said. Just pay the freaking lawyer fee if that was the case. Or if you did say, don't worry about it, I got you, then just own up to it. Cole Cabana's side, home door. Really? A, a million dollars? Seriously? Come on, man. Uh, anywho. Seriously, it's ridiculous. That part of it is ridiculous. That, to me, is stupid. So, the poll went in favor. 62% says, no, CM Punk needed to pay the man. I'm like, damn. Yo, these internet fans, yo, they have flip-flopped so much, man. More (laughs) turns in the big show and Randy Orton combined. True. Damn. It's true. Um, But what's funny to me is that, uh, you know... Uh, the flip flopping continues. So. That's funny. <laughs> no, it's because there's more to it than the you know. Rick always says flip flopping, and I, I don't want to go there right now. Okay. He's gonna be there, soon. but I will be there soon. Anywho, all right. So the other poll that I put up it was uh, after watching tonight's Raw, which was this past Monday, uh, with Renee Young on commentary. What are your thoughts? Should they keep her on or bring back Coachman and say? You know, thanks for the one and done. Uh, so the poll was, she did great, keep her on. And the other one was, I'd rather have Coachman. Mimi, you're a woman. What did you think I like, how Renee I like, Young did? I like the fact that Renee Young was there because she reminded me of when Jerry the King Lawler mm-hmm. was there. And he'll be, ooh, look, did you see that? Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff because Jerry the King and Renee Young actually paid attention to the match and not talked. <laughs> well, I mean, my only thing, if, if I had to complain, but I kind of like it, though, is when, like, when there was a move that happened in the ring, she was like, oh, wow, look at that. Can you believe that? Or she was like, oh, my God, you know, stuff like that. Like, she, she there was times she acted as a fan instead of a commentator. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I kind of dig that. That's different. Um, but that was it. I think I think she did great in my opinion. Yeah. I laughed though when at the end, yeah, spoiler alert, when Dean Ambrose came out, she didn't say a word. I kinda laughed at that. Rick, yeah. what are your thoughts on this? Um, um What you get ready to sing? She, <laughs> you're like, you heard him? You're like, um <laughs> Like I was saying. Oh Lord. Oh, I think she did a I think she did a great job. I mean um, she wasn't hit with any difficulties because, uh, like Miguel said on Twitter at WrestlePOV, uh, Renee can handle herself. Why was Corey not doing anything? He wasn't acting mm-hmm. like, oh, all right, Saxton, all right, uh, coach. He was just leaving her alone. I there was a lot of silences. There was a lot of silences, and I think if Corey Graves did said anything towards her, I think he would have gotten a lot of heat for that. But with that being said, if he's a heel commentator, then let him do it. Exactly. He needs to learn how you to know? be a heel commentator to begin with. Because well, the, he can be. That's just the thing. The, but the, he, you want to talk about flip flop? That's so, a flip flop yeah. right there. Because yeah. then at one moment he's a, a heel, and then the minute Elias comes out, who's a heel character? He all of a sudden turns baby. Yeah. It's like no, you got to go with that's, it. That's that's what I'm talking about. So. To answer your question, uh, I think Renee did a great job. I think she Renee did. would do better over Coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Coach should go back to backstage. I, I think that's where he's good at, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and and you know what? No, I, I shouldn't say that because the only reason why he was good backstage is because of The Rock. The True. skits that he did with The Rock were hilarious. And, and I don't think he can do that with anybody else, in my opinion. So um, I can see I him and Elias doing a good thing together. That's true too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he would have to get involved and get involved in the ring. And do we really want to see that? No, no, I don't. I don't. Anyway. I like Coach. I like Coach. He's not bad. All right, so here are the comments. Jay Howell, he said much better than Coach and Booker. Mike Peacock said a ham sandwich is better than Coachman. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Josh Sanders says, keep her on for sure. She did great. And Michael Hunsinger said, she did awesome. Plus, she's just so damn adorable. Aww. <laughs> Aww. We didn't ask you that. <laughs> well, she is adorable. Yeah, but we didn't ask him that. Okay. Calm down. All right. So- <laughs> we didn't ask him that. We didn't ask him. Is that it? No? That's All right. it. Sure. All right. So the we poll didn't went. Ask <laughs> All right. So the poll went in favor of. She did great. Keep her on. 88%. And uh, 12% said that uh, they'd rather have coach me. So. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. So, the final thing. It wasn't really a poll. It was just a, a spoof. I was bored, and I, I wanted to have fun with this. Um, There's the new look of, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Brain fart there for a second. Of Dean Ambrose's new look, so I put a picture of him and it said, Who's this? Wrong answers only. Um, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I didn't think anybody was gonna, you know, participate because it was so corny. But uh, Daniel Fry said, The new and improved Triple H. Isaac Diaz said, It's Seamus with better English. Uh, okay. Ty- Tyler Adams says, Juma. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Justin Ruther, he says Dean Ambrose. Well, wow. well, well. Jesus, man. <laughs> of course, I put the picture of a kid just uh, doing one of these, you know. Like, puckering up his lip like, up really? His lip, like, really? Uh, Conrad Newton said Drew Gulak. <laughs> okay. Uh, Richard Ashcroft said Triple H after a stroke. Man, that's, that's, that's bad. That's really bad. That's pretty rough. Jesus, man. Uh, Brett Van Oster says... If Seamus and Triple H had a kid together, Seamus. Oh. Triple H. Triple H. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Paul T. Phillips says Diamond Dallas Page without a haircut. Or with a haircut, sorry. Um, okay. This one I thought was funny. Uh, Todd Lang, he says SD Special Delivery Jones. <laughs> Wasn't he black? Damn, yeah, he was black. Oh, okay. <laughs> and a jobber at the time. Uh, Michael Hunziker said the Brooklyn bra. Oops, no, the Cincinnati redhead. <laughs> uh, so that's so much fun, so much fun. Um, I don't know. I'll probably put up another one soon and uh, see what kind of uh, comedian, comedial stuff I can get out of it. But that's all I got. So uh, let's go straight on to the wrestling Whoa. news. Wait a minute. Hold on. We definitely have a hater comment of the week. Which there. which one? Who said Dean Ambrose? Oh, oh, hold on. Let me get back onto it. Yo, that dude. Yeah. We um, have a picture of Dean Ambrose, and he says it looks like Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Justin Ruther, R E U T H E R. Justin Ruther, hater. <laughs> you are yeah. the hater comment of the week. You definitely are the hater comment of the week because of the week. Of the week. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's basically not what I was asking. Um, it's in big bold white letters, and 
you just ruined it. You ruined a good joke. You ruined yeah. something funny. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit funny. Yeah. No, it was a lot funny. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go on to the uh, wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! All right, well, uh, he's now known as Big Kaz. Yeah. He turns 32 years old. Wow. 32. So uh, drop the S's for some Z's. Yeah, yeah, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of that. Speaking of that, uh, night night, uh, coach turns 43 years old. Wow. Yeah. I honestly uh, thought he was older than that. 43? Me too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of older than that, Bob Backlund turns 69 years old. Damn. That's old. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny wow. Gargano turns 31 years old. Damn. Okay. Kofi Kingston turns 37 <laughs> years old. Someone put on the internet the other day his very first promo. Oh, Lord. He had a chest back he then. Did. He did. He didn't have that messed up chest he's got now. He had an actual chest. Like, he was, he was pretty, you know. He was probably on roids. Uh, and uh, he and had, he probably was. Um, now and he had short a, dreads. And, and then that was a he had, the, chest. he had a Jamaican accent. Because this is Kofi Kingston. I know. Kofi Kingston. <laughs> I used to be Jamaican. <laughs> that was, Ugh, anyway. I'm part of the new day <laughs> Right uh, Right uh, Jerry Taylor <laughs> Turns 63 years old Isn't the, the Red, Red Rooster, Rooster. Yeah <laughs> Yeah um, He's part of the production team too uh, In the back for WWE um, Yeah Yeah Calling some shots there And uh, At one point A lot of people were like Damn Terry You're just messing up Raw I don't know if he's doing. I don't know if he's got a big part in Raw, as far as the uh, writing goes and storytelling. So, yeah, sorry, right. Terry Taylor. So, Cock-a-doo-doo. yeah, Red Um, <coughs> Mike Tanay, one of the most underrated commentators of wrestling history, yeah. turned sixty-four years old. Dang, I like Mike Tanay. Mike Tanay was always good. He was, he was, he was a good, good. Yeah. you know, announcer. I liked him. Made TNA watchable. Yeah, he did. I mean, and last but not least, this one shocked me a little bit. Wow. Paige turns 26. Wow. Wait a minute. Didn't you say last week, Alexa Bliss, how old was she? 28, you said? 27. Or 27? And, wow. Amazing. What's so amazing, amazing about it? That they're young. And they've accomplished so they've much. they've accomplished so much. Oh, okay. And Paige's hand is she's accomplished a lot and she's already retired. Mm-hmm. At yeah. 27. 26. 26. That's what I said. Exactly. <laughs> All right, with that, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. It is with great sadness that I report this news that Jim the Anvil Nightheart has passed away at the age of 63. Um, Jim had a seizure, yeah. which then he fell and hit his head and shortly passed away. Shortly after that, um, this one was bad, man. I, uh, yeah. This one hurt. This one hurt a lot. Um, I mean, the Anvil was a part of my childhood. I loved him. I thought he was great. Um, that laugh, that iconic laugh, the powerhouse of the, the Heart Foundation, the goatee. I mean, 
the the new foundation when he worked with Owen. Yeah. Then again, when he worked with everybody with the Bulldog and, and Brian even, Pillman. And even Danny Davis was part of that mm-hmm. crew, too. Yeah. Um, wow, that one hurt. Um, yeah, it did. I think one of my favorite Anvil moments I put up on our Facebook page was when him and, and Bret Hart faced up against the Rockers on a Saturday night main event. Yeah. And we had Demolition ringside. In the, it was just... I just thought he was a great character. I thought mm-hmm. he was a great person. Obviously, a great father. Um, so my condolences go to the family. What do you guys think? What was your favorite uh, Anvil moments? They, there was a lot for me, to be honest. I mean, Jim was part of that, the Hart Foundation, that he was, he he was iconic because of the laugh. He was iconic because he had that goatee. You know, he was the powerhouse for the Hart Foundation. You know what I'm saying? So he had. There was a lot of moments for me, but. He made that, for me, he made the Heart Foundation, in my opinion, you know, because it was like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. As a wrestler, it's like he was he was the, the man that snuck up on you when you didn't expect it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, I, I, was, I was pretty hurt by that. Mimi? For me, it was more of when watching Total Divas, how, <laughs> how, he, no, how he was with his girls. Yeah. You know, when mm-hmm. he looked at his girls and they looked up at, looked up to him, yeah. you know, you can see the twinkle in their eyes yeah. when they looked up to their daddy. And how he, you know, big burly man turns to mm-hmm. mush when it comes to his girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for me, that was, you know, as, as a mom and as a, you know, daddy's girl, yeah. I see that. Yeah. And, and I always just thought it was cute how Natty always called him Daddy. daddy. No dad, you know, yeah, because daddy's when you're, you know, little, little, kid. little kid, and then you know when you get older, it's dad, you know. Like my daughter does, it, dad, you know. But then it was just so, you know, she was still called him daddy, so it was like, you know, still she was still like a little kid herself, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm sure she's her, and you know her other sister too. So yeah, this was this one yeah. was really hard. Yeah, and uh, again. Uh, our well wishes go out to the family. And, Brett, and Brett's, just, the, Brett's the only one left out of all of them. Yeah, that, that's that's the shocking part. You yeah. got to put him in the Hall of Fame. Put him in the goddamn Hall of Fame. Right. Please. You got DX up in there. You got all these other groups in there. The, the Four Horsemen. The mm-hmm. Hart Foundation was the foundation. Mm-hmm. Pun intended. The foundation of mm-hmm. that group, that era. I you got to put him in there, man. I agree. Yep. Ridiculous yep. that we have to wait until these guys die for us to even talk about this. It's yep. sad. It is. Um, but let's do it, guys. Come on. That one picture we we have up where we have the whole everybody's in black and white, but Brett, like yeah. the whole everybody from the Heart Foundation is dead. Yeah. Like this is crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shoot. All right. Well, next. Um, and don't forget, news. we need to put Disco Inferno into. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Absolutely. Just go inferno. Yeah. Um, now, last week we had an episode where our uh, good friend Danny Davis, great interview, by the way. Yeah. Um, if you haven't checked it out, make sure you check it out on Spotify, uh, YouTube, and Podbean. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties with iTunes. Yeah, I, but, yeah, it was, like, I emailed them about it, too, about the issues. And they're, oh, they're going to hear from me. They're, from, they're like having, everybody's having issues with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just us. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but make sure you check out the interview. Uh, Danny Davis, great, great interview, great guy. 
the bad guy referee. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of people were helping us out and sharing the episode. And uh, this one person in particular had this to say on Facebook as they shared our episode. So I'm grateful for that. But they did say this. Unless you love wrestling, beware of the obnoxious podcast, guys. Dan is interviewed in the podcast during times 34 minutes to 52 minutes. Great job, Dan. So... I replied, obviously, because I, I don't go back to a challenge. Right. And I saw this as a challenge. So I said, you spelled amazing wrong. You spelled it obnoxious. Thanks for sharing. Too sweet. Um, <laughs> then the person replied, wrestling wouldn't be wrestling if it didn't have its amazing, in quotes, charm. Just warning my delicate Gentile friends, thanks for having Dan on the podcast and helping to get the word out about his book. Now... We are not obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, when when you told me about this, Rick, I was like, I was appalled. First of all, I was like, I didn't like. I went back and listened to that interview, and I'm like, we wasn't really being obnoxious at all. I mean, the only thing that I told him was the fact that I hated him <laughs> when I. But that I was a kid. But the thing is, okay, wait, no, this is my explanation. So no, he ain't gonna defend her. Screw that shit. I'm mad now. (laughs) When I was saying that, that was actually a compliment. And if you heard the interview, you heard me say, "But that's you doing your job. If you didn't get people to hate you." then you wasn't doing your job as a heel. If you wanted to be the most hated man in professional wrestling, as far as a referee goes, then you had to make people hate you. And that, and that for a referee, that's a little hard to do, but at the same time, a little bit easy to do because you're always screwing over the good guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And dangerous Danny Davis, he was at that time where everybody hated him because he would screw people over. Right. And that's, and I was one of them. I was one of them that hated him, and I wanted to tell him that so that way he knew he did his job. But And you can hear it in the, in the interview that I said, but that just means you did your job. When I was a heel, when I did wrestling, that was my main focus. I didn't care how I did it. I wanted you to hate me. And the same thought process, too. If you hated me, which a lot of people did, then I did my job. That was my goal. That was my character. If I didn't, like, if you were cheering for me, which did happen a few times, and I was all like, okay, wait, what's going on here? This was like the Stone Cold treatment that I wasn't used to. Um, then I didn't do my job. So I had to do keep doing stuff to make sure that you hated me. So for this lady, I think something fell. My goodness The world gracious. is falling apart. It is. So, you know, for this lady to say that we were being obnoxious, I didn't see that at all. I think we are obnoxious. But to we each were, other. Exactly. And I think that's what she was talking about. Obnoxious podcasters, you know, the interview was great. So how is the interview going to be great if we were obnoxious? We weren't obnoxious to our, you know, to him. But I know no. we are obnoxious to each other, especially to Miguel. True. Mr. Tony, I think she has a point. And Shut you know, up. She's usually obnoxious <laughs> herself. That's true. Yes. That is true. Ain't going to lie there. But <laughs> anyway, but the, I, for me, every interview that we do, 
Uh, whether if it was the late Brian Christopher or, you know, we had a couple indie stars on the show. We had Adrian Street, our very first Adrian interview. Adrian Street. You know, we let these guys take the floor because we want to know their story, not ours. Right. You know, I mean, ours is special. Yeah, but when we're doing the interview, you know, we let you guys, the, the talent, take over the show because it's all it's about you. Yeah. You know, we're interviewing you, not hearing ourselves talk. We uh, will ask well, you a question. He's only hearing himself talk right now, but that's exactly. Him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of obnoxious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. It's fair to say, if you're listening to the rest of the POV podcast, you're a little obnoxious yourself. That's true. Oh, you like that. I, and, but the thing of it is, though, you know, we've always said, too, ever since we went rated R, ever since we went explicit, we always said you gotta have thick skin. Number one, to be on the show. Number two, to listen to the show. <laughs> sure. So anyway, so I mean, what do you th- Rick, Rick, Rick? What did you? Talk? I mean, I had to say it three times. I don't know. I mean, well, I'm the third. That's, that's why. Ah. Uh, listening to Mimi explain it, I think she has a point. She wasn't calling the first. interview obnoxious. She was just calling us obnoxious. Which I can, which, ha- I can handle that because we are obnoxious. That's true. So, um, right. to that person, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not, you beat to the itch. I mean, sorry. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving um, on. That's, that's all, all right. I got for the wrestling news. Right. So. Before, before we go into the rumors, there's another thing I wanted to talk about, too. And it's this thing really bothered me a little bit. Um, actually, I'm gonna play a little clip, and then you guys tell me, and then I'm gonna give my thoughts. Right? L- l- listen uh, to this. Hey, Let me make it clear: you're looking at the new world champion of Rocket City Championship Wrestling, baby. Wrestling Com was my night. <laughs> the CBC was engaged in the night of the nature boy. You know, it going down in the record books that I was the man and not beat only one guy but two because I am the man. I am the icon, the main eventer. I am the real nature boy. Woo! Now, I challenge anybody. Uh, I can't play no more of that crap. Um, and even the president, probably that's him telling me to stop. <laughs> now, this guy's name is Paul Lee. Um, he goes by the nature boy. Paul Lee. Someone posted a video, uh, not this one, but uh, another video of uh, him getting out of his car. It was weird because it was like somebody was spying on him, it was, so it was a little weird. Of him getting out of his car and he had like a clipboard. Like, it's, it's like I don't know what he was doing. So everybody kept responding and saying, is that Ric Flair? And some people were like, no. And then some people was like, oh my god, Ric Flair gained weight and this and that. Oh, he looks different, this and that. <laughs> And some people knew who he was. I knew who he was. And they're like, that's Paul Lee. That's not Ric Flair. And they're like, why is he looking like the Nature Boy then? And this and that. And da, 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 this and that. And I've known this guy, not personally, but I've seen him around for a very long time. Uh, not a long, not too long. He, he just came out. Now, check this shit out. He calls himself the Nature Boy. As you can hear in the clip, he calls himself the Nature Boy. Right. The original Nature Boy. He looks like Ric Flair. A little bit huskier. Like, you know, he Fat. had two, two extra cheeseburgers at Mickey D's. But, <laughs> you know, my thing is, I've been in the wrestling 
indies for a very long time. I had a few stints, which I'm very proud of. I'm never going to take that away. Over 20 years. Okay. 20 plus. I was 20 plus, my bad. And I explained to this one guy, I said, you know, because somebody said, well, he paid Ric Flair, and this is part of it, it's true. He paid Ric Flair $10,000 to have Ric Flair endorse him as the new Nature Boy. Just that name, Nature Boy. Okay? He paid Ric Flair ten grand for that. So then somebody posted that comment, and then somebody else came out and said, well, at least... Uh, no, no, they said, well, Ric Flair took the word Nature Boy from somebody else, which is true, you know, Buddy Rogers, the Nature Boy. Right. Okay? But then I came out and I said, but at least Ric Flair didn't act like Buddy Rogers. Ric Flair did a whole different... Gimmick. Gimmick type deal right, where right. he was arrogant, he had money, and this and that. So then he responded... He goes, he said my name, and then he said, you're the second person I fucking said that. I know that. Like, you're being a dick, you know? And then I told him, I said, dude, keep your panties in the bunch, brother. All right? What I'm trying to tell, say is that, you know, I've been in this business for a long time. If that dude would have came in our locker room, and I mind you, I'm not saying that we were all that back in the day, but I'm sorry to say, but we had the late um, Nikolai Volkov in our locker room. We had King Kong Bundy in our locker room. We had Jimmy Snooker in our locker room. Mm-hmm. Greg Valentine. Tito Santana. I can go on and on and on with the list of names that we had in our locker room. And this dude would never be invited to our locker room. They would have looked at him and if he would have came out of his mouth and said, yeah, I'm the nature boy, Paul Lee. I am the new, I'm Rick Fl- I'm the original Rick Fl- blah, blah. They would come, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's groups out there that imitate other wrestlers that are out there today. For Christ's sake, there's a dude called the N-Word Taker. Okay, seriously. There's a guy out there that's called the N-Word, with the A at the end though, Taker. Some black dude. The Ninja Taker? The Ninja Taker, thank you. And then then, didn't you see that that post I put out of the Black Hulk Hogan? Yeah, that was funny. But that, that had nothing to do with what I'm talking about. So there's people like him. It's like, dude, seriously? You know, it's it's okay to get somebody a tag's blessing or somebody's blessing to be like, hey, you know, we're trying to inspire our gimmick based on your gimmick, but we're going to do a little bit different, but we still want your blessing. And they still, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go for it. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole too sweet thing. These guys went to Hall, Nash, and Hogan and asked, hey, do you mind if we use this? And they said, by all means, go, excuse me, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? But this dude had to pay Ric Flair 10 G's just to have Ric Flair say, you know, yeah, he's a nature boy. <laughs> it's like, really? So all this time, you could not make up. And you try to sound and act like Ric Flair? And woo. Give me a break. Anyway, it's, it's just this type of shit and type of nonsense that in my day in the indies we would never tolerate period well there's a lot you know? of shit that back in our days that yeah but i mean this, you know you, you're imitating an icon and for me i'm sorry you're doing that just so you can get over get the hell out of here man start from the bottom brother like now we all here. did you know not you just don't act you know and the, and the guy was like well he's obviously getting in people's locker rooms it's like this, this is a different era 
You know what I'm saying? Some people think it's funny, to be honest. You know, yeah, 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 bring my that shit will be funny. People think that we got the real nature boy and then they'll see this goof come out. You know, that's how people think. Yeah. But back in my day, if he would have said, hey, I'm the nature boy, I want to get on your show, this and that, I can prom- I can get people in your shit. The promoter look at him, get the fuck out of here. You know, you, no, no, don't, please, please, please. What are, what are you guys thoughts? I, I've been rambling about I it. I think <laughs> what this calls for is that the nature boy, obviously, is a cheap date. $10,000. 10 <laughs> The nature them. boy is losing his mind or something. I mean, the oxygen is not going all the way up because yeah, I know the na- the Rolex wearing nature boy would have been like a uh, hundred thousand. <laughs> well, Without he doesn't own the, he doesn't own the rights to nature boy. He just fucking took the boy's money and said, "Go ahead, yeah, yeah, you can use it." Yeah, yeah, you're the nature boy, and yeah, then he leaves. Exactly. You know, he got paid ten G's just to do like maybe a less than a minute promo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the nature boy. Yeah, you're the nature boy. All right, I'm out. Hey, Ric Flair, I'm out. The real nature boy. Exactly. You know? You know what? If that's the case, I want you guys to start referring to me as the nature boy. (laughs) No? (laughs) Wow. You got to pay us 10 G's. I was saying each. Each. Or maybe we can call him the bottom of the barrel boy. Wow. Dang. Anyway. Is it time for rumors? Yeah, it's time for rumors. Uh, but, but no, I just wanted to throw that out there because, you know, I told the guy too, you know, we kind of made amends, uh, so to speak. So I told him, I said, listen, I'm not going to keep typing. You know, I'm not going to keep typing. It was just too much to, for me to type about how I feel about this situation. And But I told him, I said, I'm going to be talking about it on the show. So I told him I was going to do that. And uh, that's my explanation, kind of, I guess. Um, I can go on and on and on, but, but, yeah, but I'm not. Yeah. All right, Sounds on to... Like yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, we're going to go straight on to rumors. Uh, recent social media teases have led to speculation that the idea of a four-horsewoman versus a four-horsewoman program is still on the table. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So they're going to... looks like that's going to... Ha- I think that it won't happen until uh, WrestleMania. Um... That's my opinion. I mean, what do you guys think? I'm over it. <laughs> really? Me too. You, when you drag things out for so long and all this speculation and all these rumors, stop spreading these rumors around because <laughs> I'm getting over Look it. Look at all these rumors. Yeah. Take it no more. All right. So up next, uh, there's plans of Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman to work house shows after SummerSlam. Uh, has, oh. Yeah. Has led many to think WWE is considering turning one or the other heel. Um, which one should turn you on? Yeah. Really? Which I think Roman. Roman? It's going to be Braun. Well, no, no, no. I think I Roman. Wait till you hear my little theory. Oh, God. It's you a good hear one. another theory? Damn right. I've never had been not. But yeah, Let, that see, one. that, yeah, that, that, that part of it. Exactly. You guys understood. Anywho. Yeah, wait till I have this one theory. You guys are really going to be like, hmm, he might have a point. I have a theory too. So, so yeah, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, that's all I got for rumors. What do you got for Andrew? All right, Sincara is having some surgery or Uh-oh. had surgery uh, on face? his knee. <laughs> oh, not on his face. Yeah. Uh, on his knee to uh, have a joint removed. Um, no timetable on his return. All right. To I have mean, a joint removed on his knee? Yeah. Yes. No? That don't make any sense. No? No. Mija, 
I just report the news. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I'll have to do further investigation. That makes no sense. All right. Well, once you do, post it on our Facebook page. Exactly. All right. What else if you got for anybody injury? cares about Sincata. All that, right. That's, um, that's all I got for injury. All right. Let's get straight on to Raw Notes. All right. Ronda Rousey kicked off Raw. She paid tribute to Natalia's father, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Yeah. Some people had Lord, issues with that, though. I, I had issues, I with, had that. issues with that, too. Really? What? Uh, What's the issue? The issue I had was the fact that she started off, you know, oh, you know, daddy's dad is great, blah, blah, blah. And then she turned it into a fucking promo. Yeah, but she had to explain why Natty wasn't there. But no, no don't make it. No, this is, because Natty was where, supposed happened, to face off against Alexa Bliss. What, ha- what happened to everybody knows you, you just said my condolences, yada, yada, and leave it at that. Don't make it into a freaking promo throwing. I crack didn't. bombs down. I don't know. I didn't and see nothing what happened to the to the bells? The yeah. ten bells, salute. Yeah, no. You I, know. I they did what a happened to the moment, later. moment of silence? They did a tribute yeah. later. What happened to that? They had the a disrespect. Later. I don't think it was disrespect. Yeah. It was preposterously oh, disrespectful. Oh I think so. I don't think so. Um, I think the way it started off was beautiful. I was like, right. wow. This is amazing. The crowd was silent, listening to every word she said. Mm-hmm. That's it. Black screen, go to commercial. Come back. Then have her do a promo. Do not have her do a promo directly into what she was talking about because that just shows that, okay, this is a promo the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it just erases everything she said. Yeah. And I get it. I And also, maybe Ronda Rousey wasn't the person to do that. I, because, again, she's involved with Natalia. They're supposed to be DK best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see Did that. Did you just I, say I, DK best friends? DK best friends. DK <laughs> best friends. DK best friends. DK best friends. He, he yeah. went Ricky there. Um, I don't, <laughs> more more Dominican. <laughs> ah! Um, I don't see it though. I don't. Um, I didn't have anybody else. Um, I didn't like it. I, I didn't. I didn't have, have a, disrespectful. I didn't have any issue with it at all. I thought she did it the way she could. You know the best way she could. So um. right, and a bit like we said in the beginning, she did the best that she could, and that's her explanation right there. Right. Why Natty wasn't there? Okay. But don't go cut into a freaking promo. Uh, all right. Okay. So all right. So uh, she then announced Ember Moon as Natalia's replacement against Alexa Bliss. Uh, she came out and got private security. She attacked Ember Moon from the back, shoved around the Rousey down, which prompt to uh, Alexa Bliss versus Ember Moon match. So, apparently, during this match, um, uh, Ronda Rousey was outside the ring supporting Ember Moon. Yeah. And uh, apparently, there was a bat flying around. Did you guys see the video? No. No? I got to find it. Once I find it, I'll put it up. It was the funniest thing because you saw a different side to Ronda Rousey. She turned into a girl? She turned into a little kid. Like, she said it a couple times to the camera guy. There's a bat. You know, she's, like, looking straight at the bat. And then she looked at the camera and said, that's a bat. Like, she repeated it again. But the look on her face, it looked like she was a little kid again. It was so funny. Anyway, oh, so cute. It was. It yeah, was. Because you're a All right. So then, I am. And? What's your point? You're a Rossi liquor. you damn right. All day, every day. Anywho, <laughs> that's just nasty. Ah, disgusting. All right, so uh, anyway, so back to the match of Alexa Bliss for Amber Moon. 
the the finish was clearly a botch. I I don't know if anybody else saw it. I saw it uh, ended with a DQ, which was the proper way to do it. Uh, Fox yep. then hit Ember with the big boot. Ember wins by DQ, which I'm okay with because uh, it didn't hurt Alexa and didn't hurt Ember. Uh, Rousey did the judo throw, and uh, she's gonna break. Some, she's gonna dislocate somebody's elbow. Yep, she really is. Uh, cleared the ring, standing tall before SummerSlam. Uh, then up next, it was Constable Corbin versus Tyler Breeze. Do I really have to go into more of this? No. Okay. No, please don't. Constable Corbin wins. Kurt came out and announced it would be a tag match. His opponent, Braun Strowman, because Finn Balor came out and then Constable was trying to be the constable and said, you're going to have a match against Jinder Mahal. And then he introduced uh, Kevin Owens. And said it was a handicap match, so that's why Kurt Angle came out. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, the match ended up being Finn Balor and Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens and Jinder Mahal. Decent. Wasn't bad. Eh. Wasn't bad. Eh. It's not, killing Finn Balor. I think it's killing Braun Strowman, too. Yes. Uh, Braun had the momentum, and he had running over everybody. That's getting a little old. Uh, he went outside and bulldozed. He bulldozed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Samir Singh through the barricade. Uh, Mahal tried a few knee strikes, but Braun would catch it and hit a uh, running power slam for the win. After the match, Roman chased Owens away, and Corbin hit battle with the end of days from behind. Um, oh, Tinder, huh? Yeah. yeah. Tinder has fallen. He, he yeah, fall? it's like, wait, wasn't you just champion? And then <laughs> look what you're doing now. Well, you know, he just... Ginger. Ginger? Yeah, he he <laughs> went up the ranks too quick, I think. No, he did That's not. True. No, he. How is that true? He's been a jobber. He's been a jobber for how long? How many years? And he just and he just went to the top. And then he, jobber to exactly. the top. Exactly. You damn right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a that's, no, that's a true not. that's a true that's, American story. This Vince McMahon saying, "All right, I'm gonna give you six months, and then that's <laughs> it. You gotta do the yoga thing again." I'm telling you, watch by end of year. I'm calling it right now. Jinder Mahal is going to be back in that title picture. You watch. He ain't going to win oh, it. He's going to be back in it. <laughs> All right. So uh, then up next, the hometown musician named Ricky Roberts was in the ring praising Elias, saying that, uh, you know, he's a big fan. Um, then uh, Elias was up top, and he says, if you're such a big fan, you would face and beat Bobby Lashley. <laughs> really? Lashley interrupted, and he just beat the shit out of this dude. Uh, I'm not going to. Too much into that. Uh, so then up next, girls. it was bad. Um, of course, Lashley stood tall. Uh, then it was the B team versus the leaders of the world, of world, sorry, and the uh, the revival. Eh, it was okay. It wasn't the greatest, but uh, no. the B team wins. <laughs> Go figure that one out. How does how does the revival get a tag team title? And shot? Then, if, if you gave me two more seconds, that's what I was gonna say. How did the revival get a tag team title shot already? Oh, um, I have a question. And they announced it that the, day. How did the revival get a tag team title shot? <sighs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> Obnoxious. Oh boy. I just don't understand. I don't understand either. I don't understand how they got a title shot. I don't know. And either. then, how is Bobby Lashley and uh, this guy Elias not fighting at SummerSlam? Nope. And how is Elias but, canceling his gig to perform at SummerSlam? So, 
that just goes to show that they're going to do something. Bobby Lashley is, is going to interfere in that. So yeah, just to show, just to yeah. Just so then up next was the pro. It was the uh, segment with Roman Reigns. He said that each day he tells himself he wants to leave the place better than he found it, but uh, it wasn't possible with Brock Lesnar around. He vowed to win the Universal cha- uh, Championship at SummerSlam and said uh, Lesnar is so far into the UFC that it, his head goes straight up to Dana White's ass. Oh. oh. Mhm. He said that. He's he went so there. Bad. He's so bad. Paul oh, Heyman like. started sweet talking Roman Reigns, saying, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, I think me and you should be a team." Da da da. Not you know, just verbatim. I know. Uh, Heyman revealed that he could help Reigns and tell him all of Lesnar's dirty secrets, so Reigns could become a Universal Champion. Yo, you heard so many Ting Tings hitting zippers <laughs> when Paul Heyman was talking about joining Roman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Heyman revealed that uh, he had ridden in the car with Reigns' father, Sika, and Uncle Afa. And uh, he started speaking to him in Samoan. And uh, Reigns looked at him like, damn, you made sense. Uh, He gave Reigns a contract. I don't know if it was a contract. He handed him something, a piece of paper, and told him to give it a look through. Give him an answer at SummerSlam. Probably his lines, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straight after, though, he sprayed Roman with the pepper spray. Brock came out and... Fucked him up. Nah, he, and the sad thing is, I don't think he did. He, he gave him an F5, and that was it. Yeah, it wasn't a big... Back, uh, he went back up. and gave him another F5. Now, here's my theory. Y'all ready for this one? Oh, Lord. I think, I think the paper that he handed Reigns was... In, he wrote on there... Either just go with it, I'm on your side, or whatever. Because if you looked at Roman Reigns' face, he looked puzzled. He looked like he was... When doesn't he look puzzled? No, stop. He did good in this promo. He did okay. No, he did good in this segment. (laughs) And the look on his face when he handed him, like, wait, what? He's confused. So I think, I think this is all rude. I think Paul Heyman handed him paper and says, listen, just go with it. I'm on your side. We can beat Brock Lesnar or something like that. And then that's when he did the pepper. I think that's what it is. And I think at SummerSlam, he's going to do something to Brock. And then that's how uh, Reigns is going to win. And then he's going to be the Hmm. next Paul Heyman guy. I'm telling you. It's just my theory. Tony Domas came to fruition. I hope you were right. Tony Domas saw it. He's I, not wrong. I hope you were right. I am right. What y'all think? Interesting. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Stupid. No, it's not stupid. Watch. And then if it happens, then what? And then I'll be happy. Then y'all will book. bow to the king. Because I am currently the wrestling PMB champion. Ain't nobody fucking bowing to Shit. you. Yes, you are. No, I ain't. Shit. No more free food for you then. So then. <laughs> Cut the network off. <laughs> Change the lock on my door. Uh, then up next was Titus Worldwide and Bobby Roode versus The Office of Pain and Mojo Riley. Oh, um, Bobby Roode. Yeah, poor Bobby Roode. But uh, they won. Bobby Roode and Titus Worldwide. Poor Authors of Pain. Uh, poor Authors of Pain, exactly. exactly. That teamed up with Mojo Riley. Seriously? Uh, then then they did the po- uh, the package highlighting uh, the career of Jim Nandle Nightheart. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Ruby Riot. Sporting a hot tan. I know. Yeah. I was like, I actually like oh, her I, natural color. I don't like it. Versus the pale ass white. <laughs> uh, they had a back 
you know, the, actually, the match was pretty decent, back and forth. Uh, Bailey tried to help even the odds, but that didn't stop right from pinning ba- uh, Sasha for the win. <laughs> well, what does that do? Nothing. Uh, it boosts the, the Riot Squad, yes. I think. It makes it more, you know, badass. So, we're not having Bailey or Sasha at SummerSlam. I saw that, though. They're saying that it's going to be Bailey, Sasha against the Riot Squad again at SummerSlam. I like the pre-show, but i only seen it once. I haven't seen it. I, I, like, I kept looking yeah. further yeah. into it, and I haven't seen it again. So well, maybe um, I hope it's squashed, because I'm super it, tired it, of seeing it. It might be. I don't know. That fight. I, I think there's going to be a lot of story changes happening the day after Raw. You always say so, that. I don't I always you. say that. That's the first time I've said that. Oh, my goodness. Um, actually, it's the 745th time that you said you that. Miguel, just go back to the keyboard. <laughs> Anywho, so the, the last part of Raw uh, it was the Intercontinental Championship contract signing. Rollins, uh, now just to this short was, term, oh lord, no, it was it was okay, but there was a lot of things I could have done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, throughout the whole show, and there, uh, there was a reason why I skipped saying it. Throughout the whole show, they kept saying that Rollins wasn't there yet. Rollins wasn't there yet. Rollins wasn't there yet. Okay. When the first Rollins wasn't there yet, I knew exactly what was happening. So just pointing that out. So at the final thing, uh, Kurt Angle, Tony Thomas, uh, yeah. Tony Thomas came back. You wish you could see my face, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. Hi. So Kurt Angle first addressed um, Heyman and Lesnar, saying that he's not going to suspend Lesnar for what he did, and blah blah blah. Uh, he called, and again, he called. Lesnar, the worst champion ever. So I don't know. Anyway, Ziggler came out and, uh, you know, he started interrupting. He interrupted him and lashed out at Angle and then said the WWE Universe accusing them of turning to on anyone and everyone. As soon as Ziggler signed the contract, Rollins came out and revealed that the travel issues mentioned earlier weren't his. And wow. that he would have a lunatic in his corner at SummerSlam. Gee, I wonder who that could have been. Uh, then Dean Ambrose came out uh, with a different look. Um, uh, oh they, boy, he's jacked. Yeah, he got jacked. And uh, <laughs> they went into the ring, and uh, a little fight ensued, and uh, that closed Raw. Yeah. Now, this is the thing I would have done different. Number one, I, would have okay. said, I wouldn't have said anything about Rollins being late. I would have just been like, hey. We got the contract signing tonight. I hope you're ready. I don't want this happening. Let's just try to make it civil. Saying this is what Kurt Angle should say. And leave it at that. Yep. Have and the whole crowd, you know, if that was going to be the last thing, okay, fine. The crowd knows it. Leave it at that. Don't keep repeating. Did, did Rollins show up yet? No, he hasn't shown up yet. Oh, no. You know, it's like stupid. You look just like then, him when you said that. Wow, sounds just like him too. When he was saying about, you know, especially when the one segment where Dolph Ziggler was like, yeah, this contract here, he's saying he can pick whoever he wants. Ding, ding, ding. That should tell you that it was Dean Ambrose. Jesus Christ. They shouldn't have said anything, period. And Dolph said psychopath like 10 times. Exactly. So it was like, come on, man. I mean, I get it. And this is where the WWE really needs to stop. Is that I know why they did that is because then it was just assuming, and I did that in quotations, that 
um, Dean Ambrose was going to show up to keep people viewing Raw. Watching, exactly. But my thing is, they never used to do this before, and they still had good ratings. Why? Because when they did it as a surprise, whoever missed it, guess what? Oh, you missed it. What? What happened? Oh, Dean Ambrose showed up, and da da da. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how it used, to, and that's a, and they had bigger ratings then. <coughs> Not teasing the fact throughout the whole damn show that Dean Ambrose is going to show up. That's true. So that's where they failed miserably, in my opinion, because I already knew he was going to be there. You know. Well, Number two, how Rollins should have said was, you know what? I see in the contract here it says, you know. That I can have anybody, or or he's going to be on your side. Is that right, Angle? You really going to let this happen? You know what I'm saying? And then Angle could have been like, "Well, you know, it doesn't say anything else." And then that's when, boom, Dean Ambrose's music should have hit. Well, I got my partner now. The crowd would have went crazy. In my opinion, that's how I think. Anyway, I think yeah. you should be a writer. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I think Dean is looking jacked. Um, I'm not too fond of the hairdo, though. I mean, really showing his hairline. It looks like a lunatic. I'm gl- I love the new. I like hair. it longer, better. No, the I like it actually. Look like a lunatic. The, with the longer hair, you really saw his hairline. Yeah, it's true. And he just I like he didn't care. This shows that he cares. <laughs> I mean, the guy's eyebrows are gone. Yeah. Like, where's his eyebrows? <laughs> You know what? Renee has them in her eyes. Right. <laughs> and because of that, I want to do something. What? I want to put Dean Ambrose's eyebrows <laughs> in the book. And his no eyebrows? Why? Because where are they? Where are <laughs> they, Dean? Dean Ambrose, no eyebrows. Until they grow back. All right. All right, so Dean Ambrose's eyebrows. No eyebrows. Yeah. His eyebrows. He has none. Missing no. eyebrows. How about that? There you go. Dean Ambrose missing eyebrows. Jesus Christ. Alright, Rick, do the honor. Dean's missing eyebrows! You just made the book! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now the uh, the good, bad, and the ugly of Raw. I still get nothing, do I? Yeah, nothing, you never do. Nothing at all. Thanks, Miguel. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome! <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, the good, the bad, the ugly of Raw. All right, the good for me was Renee Young on commentary. She knocked it out the park, I thought. Uh, the tag match was good. Lots of action. Ruby Riot looking good besides, you know, no, that's that's hot tan. That's why we talked about this whole week. Ruby yeah. Ryan. So, and, of course, the return of Dean and finally the tribute to uh, Jim DeAndre Nightheart. I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, the bad, uh, the Lashley and Elias segment. Mm. Oh, that was awful. And uh, Brock could have... Been a, it would have been a better ending if Brock could have at least drawn more heat to himself. He only did the F5 and broke out, came back, did something stupid. Or no, he did something, left, came back, did the F5, and then broke out again. When I mean draw more heat on himself, he could have at least acknowledged the crowd without a mic. He can do it without the mic and give him like the FU and say, ah, screw you, I don't need you guys, screw you, you know? That would have really drawn heat mm-hmm. to himself. He doesn't do that. If you ever notice and he watch Brock, he never acknowledges the fan. It's like, just acknowledge them and say you hate them. That'll make you a bigger heel. And then that'll make people be like, you know what, hey, FU, Roman, whoop his ass, you know? Right. Something, but... He didn't do that. He just shows up, does his thing, and leaves. So that's why I'm like, I'm at the point now, it's like, really? Brock had the belt for 500 days. Over. Lord. 500 days. Over, over 500, 500 days. Over 500 days. 
It's I'm done. He doesn't do anything. He's he's come on, man. He's all he is just does it for the money. And WWE announced it all over the internet that he had the belt over five hundred and five fifty something days. So garbage. For me, Bastiros. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the ugly, the botched spot during the Alexa and Ember Moon match. Um, that was just downright awful. Um, being in the business as long as I have, you noticed it real quick, and I noticed it we real have. quick. I, I we have. I didn't bad, notice it because I have um, Jack shit. Yeah, obviously. that's true. All right, so the, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that is your raw. All right, um, we need to take a pause. We've been talking for a while. Uh, when we come back, uh, we have the uh, SmackDown breakdown. Yes. Be right back. Jesus, Danny Davis here, the world famous bad guy referee. And y'all listening to Wrestling POV Podcast. All right, people, and we're back. And uh, if I wasn't obnoxious, I would be sorry for keeping you waiting. (laughs) Apparently, I'm obnoxious. But that being said, we're not obnoxious enough to be uh, working with the Collar and Elbow brand. Mm -hmm. Go to collarandelbowbrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Now, listen, guys, we all like to get paid. You guys like to get laid. Get laid by looking good with these collar and elbow brand shirts yeah. and get us paid by you paying by saving yourself 10%. See, when you save yourself 10%, we get some money. Yeah. So, come on. Hook a brother up. Word. Yeah, wow. This, uh, there was a lot of paid and laid in that little speech. You no, know, we're, I mean, if we're going to be obnoxious. <laughs> that is true. It is now time for the most obnoxious part of the show, the SmackDown (laughs) Breakdown. Really? We gonna, you gonna cut the music? Nope. Ready? No. <laughs> Alright, All right, thank you. You ready, Miguel? Yeah, I'm ready! Hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, so SmackDown Live opens up with Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Carmella in the ring. Mm. Uh, Carmella. Mm. Uh, Carmella <laughs> goes on a little, little tangent there, talking about how she's the women's champion. She beat Charlotte twice. Mm-hmm. I thought they weren't gonna mention Asuka and Funny you should mention Asuka. Asuka's done with the WWE? Is this true? No, no, those are false. Falsified rumors. Yeah, it's just a rumor. um, Because if they were true, I'm sure we would have been talking about it. But um, no, uh, those are false. Uh, False. Yes, they said that she's very happy. She made a comment saying, no, I did not leave. She's very happy where she's at. And uh, she she has no plans of leaving. I have it right here. It says... Oh my god! <laughs> what? So, Jesus. What the basically, Tang Tang can't understand you. What? So, we would wow. call this fake news. It's all fake. <laughs> fake news, everybody. Please just listen all to the right. rest of the so, podcast. Um, They're not fake news. <laughs> 
Just listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. I've never listened to the show. It's amazing, though. Believe me. They're number Tony, one. Tony Diaz is not Mexican, so it's fine. Um, it's not even his real name. It's, it's huge. Great show. Great guy. Love him. Love him to death. He's not fake news. Not at all. Thank all you, right. Mr. Um, what about Miguel Cole? Oh, that's right. He is Mexican. Oh, um, so yeah, Miguel Cole no longer works there. <laughs> He's fired. He's fired. All right, I'm Miguel. Wow. He took his security clearance away. Right. <laughs> so back to Mexico. But I'm a puppy. <laughs> All right. Mexican one. <laughs> yeah, but it says made in China. Even you worse. <laughs> Tax the shit out that motherfucker. No, hey, that's got a wall. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Back to SmackDown. Back. How do we get here? Um, Carmella mentioned how she beat Oscar twice. Yeah. Um, and she beat Becky a bunch of times. And uh, Becky says, "Hey, uh, I'll admit, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't easy. Uh, like, I could beat you, but not putting Charlotte in there. It's it's kind of hard." But, but I could win. I could whoop her. Wow, All you right? sound just like her. Exactly. That's pretty good, um, Rick. Thank you. Appreciate You're welcome. it. You're um, Charlotte is just, oh, God, I can't stand her either. Just acting like a father. Woo, woo, <laughs> woo, woo. Um, I don't know. She was I'm not wooing. really excited about this. Not really, really? excited about this. I'm uh, interested I'm to see what's going to happen. Exactly. That's what it is. And I'm, I don't I'm, know which way it's going to go. Which is interesting. Because yeah. you never know which way it goes. I, I feel like wrestling has been a lot. It's been very predictable lately, but this one is hard to somewhat, predict. Somewhat, This one is yeah. very hard to predict because of the simple fact they added Charlotte into the match. Yeah, you know, like Becky needs to win. Like right, like it's, ugh. Yeah. Well, Paige comes out and says that Carmella can do her talking on commentary, and uh, Charlotte and Becky will face off against Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Oh, all right. Um, also, I forgot to mention that uh, Carmella was being called the diva yeah. by Charlotte. Yeah. And uh, Carmella embraced it. So, is that mm-hmm. a sign of things to come? D- Team Diva at the uh, Evolution? We could be. Maybe. Could be. Yeah. All right, could all right, be. relax. <laughs> um, so, Charlotte and Becky versus Sonya and Mandy Rose. I thought this was a good match. Mandy Rose is impressive. She is. And she's not getting a lot more impressive each and every day she that she's oh, out yeah. there. Um, Thank God um, Eva Marie disappeared. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. Leave corner. her alone. She got purple hair now. <laughs> Does she got purple? I thought she went back yeah. to black. Nah. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Once you go black, you don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> no, they say, um, once you go back, black, you need a wheelchair. No! <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know either. That's just a line I saw from uh, White, White Chicks. Chicks. <laughs> Terry Crews. <laughs> oh, Terry. All right. Um, I thought it was a good match. Uh, Becky ended up, and Becky and Charlotte ended up winning as Becky ball hogged the whole match. Uh, put her, put one with the disarmor. After the match, Charlotte and Becky are celebrating, and Charlotte's just like, um, you know, you could have tagged me in. And Becky's like, oh, you know, I, I, I was in the moment. And, yeah. uh, and they try to drink tea, but Charlotte didn't drink her tea. Did you notice that? Yeah. yeah. She spilled yeah. it. Yeah, spilled it all over. <laughs> yeah. Sure um, Miz and Maurice 
had a little video and saying how they got picked up for a second season. Yeah. Is the show really that good? I haven't seen you it know, yet. I watched it right after. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty impressive. I I enjoyed it. Really? It, better than uh, the Total Bellas. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Right. Wow. Okay. Okay. And, okay and I, I hate to admit it because I love the Bellas and I hate the Miss, but it was actually pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to have pretty to watch it. Pretty yeah. good. All right. Speaking of not pretty good, the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Triple Threat. Oh, what an insult, man. <laughs> the triple threat. Why give them a name? Just say that they're three jobs. That's it. Say their real name and that's it. Don't say, that. oh, we call ourselves the triple threat. Triple threat to who? <laughs> Molinari and Curly. You know, seriously, call, I would have preferred they called them that instead of the yeah, triple the threat. Stooges. The triple threat, I'm sorry to say, it was back in ECW. I think uh, Shane Douglas, Chris Candido. And I forgot who the, the other guy was. But either way, that there was the original triple threat. And I the other guy was my favorite. A, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, the, the and I just thought was... that it was just such an insult, man. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So just oh. say your real damn names. That's it. Well, I, I, I didn't get the connection. I, there was no connection. What, First what, of all, threat, that's what threat? What threat? You hear me? What, what threat, threat are they? Because they weren't a threat. That was the problem. I was speaking Italian right there. <laughs> Hey, what threat are they? Huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did I do good, Rick? You did pretty good. I did yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I was talking to Rick's other half. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. what are you talking about, hey? <laughs> the Italian half. All right, go ahead. The Bludgeon Brothers win. Now, speaking of pretty, pretty good, the Daniel Bryan and Miz video packages. Uh, we can go through all three of them. Part one. Jesus. Do we I have thought, to? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I thought it was good. You what? Think it was good? Not even a little bit. No. It was it okay. It got me hyped for the no. match. I got excited I for the match. I had nothing. I was, I was getting so bored with it. They, they should have I mean, called yes, it. it was long. They should have called it the Miz and Daniel Bryan show. That's it. Instead of SmackDown. Uh, it was long. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It was long. But it got me excited for the match. I had no interest in this match whatsoever. I still um, don't. I, all right. Well, that's your POV. That's right. Oh, he said that's your POV. Yeah, um, but I like looking back at NXT and being reminded that NXT wasn't what NXT was when it first started. NXT was <laughs> some bullshit and <laughs> that ended up being the Nexus and all that. All in all, science. But again, I thought it was good. I got me excited for the match. I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, sanity versus New Day again. Way to bury sanity. It buries sanity a little bit. I a mean, lot. A lot. Uh, Sanity can come back from it because they're insane. Um, but I thought it was a good match. Uh, I got a little hype for New Day. New Day looked good. Kofi, the birthday boy, looking mm-hmm. good. Kofi, um, Do they have a chance? We'll answer that later on in our pay per view points what? game. Um, moving what? on. Daniel Bryan in the Miz Part 2. Um, <laughs> the, re- the retirement, the transition, the SmackDown general manager, and the host of Talking Smack. How the Miz smack talked him down again got me hyped because the Miz that was his best promo ever when he was on talking smack. Um, Aiden English versus Andrade Cienamas. Um, yeah, this was. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was. Uh, didn't think it was terrible. But they're, you know who's going to win the match? They're ruining Cienamas. You think so? I know so. All right. I think honestly. 
that little theory you had about Roman and uh, Paul Heyman passing him the note. Yeah. I think this is this little beatdown that Aiden English got was a little note <laughs> to <laughs> beat it and help us win right. at SummerSlam. Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, after the match, uh, obviously Andrade Cena almost won. After the match, we had Zelina Vega and uh, Andrade talking about the useless uh, holidays and catchy phrases aren't going to do anything <laughs> because August 19th is going to be the end of Rusev Day. And uh, El Fin de Lana Day. What? El, el Fin de Lana Day. Oh, El Fin. El Fin. El Fin. El Fin. El Fin. <laughs> I don't think we have a sound um, effect for that. Then a... <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what it was. Rusev. <laughs> ah, that was a cow. My God. <laughs> That's a dog. That's a monkey. That's Rick having sex. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, how are you gonna release that? What the fuck? Alright, are we done? Are you done, old McDonald? The fuck was that? Now I'm done! There we go! Jesus Christ. It was, it was, uh, you know, I was building up the moment. Oh, Lord. It was good storytelling. Uh, All that right, was so, good storytelling, though. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Rusev and Lana came out, and uh, Rusev says that Lana's the best, Lana number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's just gonna leave me hanging. No <laughs> Rusev Day. Um, Paige was backstage with Samoa Joe and told Samoa Joe, Joe, please, bro, chill out. Don't do nothing crazy. Mm. And um, Joe was like, oh, well, I won't make any promises. I mean, that's how I got my title shot to begin with. You know? hey, did, Surprise, they ever, did they ever say what is happened Samoa to Samoa Joe? Joe's eye? Is Samoa Joe no. not all of a sudden Italian? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Samoa, Hello, Samoa Joe. Was, he was in the main event mafia, you know what I'm saying? This is Um Then Daniel Bryan versus the Miz, part so, three. So nobody's gonna answer my question? No. <laughs> we don't know what happened to Joe. Thank you. That's all I want to know. Uh Daniel Bryan and the Miz part three focuses on Daniel Bryan's in-ring return. That was the worst part. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Sheldon Behamin versus Jeff Hardy. Again, hey. we know who's gonna win. <laughs> but it was a good match. Jeff Hardy ended up picking up the win. It was kind of sloppy at the end. I don't know. I was bored with this match. I don't know if Shelton knew what Jeff was trying to do or what happened. Yeah. But yeah, after the match, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura comes out and uh, <laughs> got hit with the, the Swanton bomb. And backstage was creeping Randy Orton. Was I know he's a creeper. Creeper yeah. peeper. <laughs> he's a creeper paper. Um, last but not least, AJ Styles comes out. Now, AJ's out there just talking about, uh, you know, that's some old joke guy. <laughs> talking about, um, he's the best and how he's going to blindside me. He's a mastermind. But let me tell you something, Joe. You stabbed me in my heart. And he stabbed me in my back. All this nonsensical stuff. And then Joe comes out. 
Can I get an amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, Samoa Joe comes out and Joe says some things. And yeah. he goes on and on and pulls out, I got a letter from this woman from WWE Universe. W- and, uh, Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe AJ never wanted a family. Maybe he never wanted a wife. And that AJ will do anything to stay away from his family. That the person prays that Joe wins so AJ can feel what it's like to lose something that he loves the most. And it is signed by Wendy Styles. Why? Bingo! (laughs) Why did you end it like that? What were you thinking? I know, right? This was kind of weird. So, the good, the bad, and the ugly of SmackDown live. Really? For him it works? Not for me? (laughs) He pays me more! Jesus Christ. Alright, the good... Part one of Daniel Bryan vs. The Miz. What? The, the bad part two of Daniel Bryan vs. The Miz. And the ugly part three, the trilogy, did not hold up to the original of Daniel Bryan vs. The Miz. Um, yeah, this, it, it was all over. SmackDown was all over the place. Um, to me, the, yeah. honestly, the only thing I liked about SmackDown was just because this, to me, it wasn't a go-home show for SummerSlam. No, it wasn't. The yeah. only part, it was AJ Styles and, and uh, Joe. Joe. Now, my thing was this, my opinion on this was, I think they could have done a lot more to hype Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles, and they didn't. Did yeah, they close right. it out with it? Yeah. But there was so much more they could have done to hype this match up, and they just didn't. I uh, same, thing. same thing that they did with Carmella and Charlotte and Becky. Yeah, they, they could have hyped it up. They could have. Meanwhile, there was 30 minutes of nothing. That's true. I think what's going to happen with this whole Samoa Joe and AJ thing is it's going to go past the summer. Um, it's a hell in a cell. So I think. Um, yeah, that's the next that's what we're, Yeah, I think that's when we're going to get more of a build. I think I they hope. dropped the ball on this one. I hope. Um, yeah, so that's our SmackDown breakdown. Um, <laughs> Okay, before I go into our next segment, uh, Miguel Cole has something to say. Okay, guys, um, make sure you follow me on Twitter at WrestlingPOV. I have a lot of stuff that I talk about. I talk about wrestling history. I talk about interesting but stupid. And I talk about cold, hard facts. Now, there are cold, hard facts because I'm Miguel Cole and they're facts. Um, actually, they're more like your opinion. Um, they are cold, hard facts because they're my opinions, which are facts. Okay, also, <laughs> just a little, um, just letting you guys know, a good friend of mine, a Mr. David Arquette, yes, the yeah. actor, the, he should have won an Oscar for Ready to Rumble, oh, um, and former WCW champion, he liked one of my tweets. Wow, that wow. is, that is actually pretty impressive. Why did I press the button on myself? <laughs> you know, it's okay to laugh at yourself every now and then. But David Arquette, he is a true American and he's a champion. And he liked my tweet. He liked your tweet. <laughs> and that's exactly the sound that it made when I saw it. Bingo! <laughs> All right. 
Nasty. With that being said, it is now time for NXT POV. All right, guys. Listen, I don't know. I'm going to report this, but <laughs> NXT Go Home shows are the worst. Just putting that out there. Yeah. That's my POV. They do a um, lot of recaps instead of... A lot of recaps. So, everybody that had a match, there was a recap for it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we had the Street Profits. They defeated the Mighty uh, Street Profits. They're starting to get some momentum. Yeah. Um, do I see big things for them? I don't. Eh, I, I don't. don't. <laughs> but uh, they, they, they remind me of uh, of uh, what was that one team they had before? Money, money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah, group. yeah. Who was that group? Crime time. Crime time. They remind me of crime time. Crime time. Crime time. Um, speaking of crime, uh, Carrie Sane defeated Aaliyah. Yep. Crime. Yep. Um, Tyler <laughs> Bate defeated Roderick Strong. Now, does that mean anything going into NXT TakeOver? Mm-hmm. Winning a one-on-one match? Mm-hmm. Tyler Bate is good. Um, he is good. Are these, are these UK guys ever coming to the main roster? or Who? The UK guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When are they coming to the main roster? I don't know. Pete, what the hell did you just say? One day, that's not today. Oh, I thought you went all oh. reekening and shit. I did. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think if anybody that needs to be in the main roster is Pete Dunn. Yes, yes for sure. Tyler Bate, eh, I don't think he's ready. I think he still okay. needs more time. Well, he's twenty years old, so we're talking about UK. Oh, never mind. Um, I thought you said NXT. The, well, they are part of NXT. Well, that's what I'm saying. But we're talking about the UK guys. Well, I think. Rick anyway, no. If anybody, Tyler, not Tyler, uh, Pete Dunn, and this other guy, I forgot his name. He, he's covered with tattoos too. Dude, damn, I forgot the hell his name. Crap. Tattoo guy. Tattoo guy. But, yeah, that one. The tattoo. Yeah. The tattoo. Tattoo, the tattoo guy. Um. Yeah. Um, they need to get called up. Bring them up already. Yeah. Um, not all last, of them, though. No, no. Uh, last but not least, uh, we have the Dream, uh, Velveteen Dream, have a promo on EC3. If mm-hmm. you didn't know, they finally confirmed that they're having a match to take over. <laughs> Which I think this is going to be a good match, and we are going to go over the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn card and give our quick predictions on that. So. All right, and with that being said, that is it for your NXT POV. What do you guys think? I wasn't too happy with NXT. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. That, Bummer. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, as much as I do like NXT, but you're right. Their go-home shows are just god-awful. So. Bosserous. All right, with that being said, <laughs> it's now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Yep. All right, so every week after SmackDown, we have you, the fans, vote whether you thought Raw or SmackDown was better. Um, this week was the closest I've seen in a long time. However, it's still the same result. SmackDown defeats Raw 51% to 49%. And then on Wednesdays after NXT, we post up the winner of Raw vs. SmackDown versus NXT on our Facebook page. You fans get to vote. And the fans voted in favor of, surprise, surprise, NXT 55% really? to 45%. Yes. Wow. So the fans thought NXT was the best this week. Wow. So, with that being said, I mean, we take what you guys say, 
And mm-hmm. last week it actually helped because we had a three-way tie. Yeah. And you guys voted for NXT, so NXT is up one nothing nothing. So Tony, <laughs> Raw, SmackDown, or NXT? Well, and and, and I had my order, um, but NXT was just wasn't really good. I don't know what the people saw. It was just all recaps. Um, yeah. Between Raw and SmackDown, who had the better go home show? I think Raw did because they dealt more with it. And plus, you had the you had the comeback of Dean Ambrose. You yes. know, what I'm even though I don't, I didn't like how they did it. I wish they did do it. Like it would have been more of a surprise factor, in my opinion. But so it failed in that part. But it was still good. It was still a good go home show. Everybody's gonna look forward to look watching SummerSlam now because Dean Ambrose is finally coming back. Um, there was some bad moments on Raw, of course, some botches that I saw. SmackDown, it only had one good thing that happened, which, in my opinion, they just overdid it with the whole Daniel Bryan and Miz. Like, they really was pushing that throughout yes. the whole show, and they didn't need the whole show. In my opinion, the one they should have hyped up more was AJ and Samojo. Yeah. And they didn't. They left it for last, but they didn't. Um, I'm going to go with Raw, then SmackDown, then NXT. That's that's my order. As far as Go Home Show goes. Mimi Goody. Yeah, and I kind of agree with you. Um, Raw was a better Go Home Show than... <laughs> than Hit my finger. <laughs> than NXT and SmackDown put together. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, um, yeah I agree with you guys. Um SmackDown could have been better if they had less of the Daniel Bryan mystic, yes, even though yes. I feel like it needed it. Just it, they um, needed that. It, if it, if it should have been a small recap, small, that's yeah. it. You know what I mean? One segment. That's, that's it. That's it, and not yeah. extend. You could have fit all three of those segments into one segment. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, you, you know what? I will say this though: if that hype happened when the time when J- Daniel Bryan was a general manager and, and I and I understand I know he was he was not medically cleared but I think if that wasn't the case and they hyped all this up then I think I would have been okay with it but the fact yeah. is that we've been watching this for how long now a long yes. time a long long time and then now they're putting it all together for me it was kind of like I think it's a little bit too late right cuz uh, they should never have put back um the whatever you call those teams him and Kane Daniel Bryan oh, yeah. Kane. Team Hello. you know yeah. what I mean if they would have not put that together and then just went went ahead with went the straight Dan, with the, the Miz thing with the Miz yeah. and Daniel Bryan then you you could still they still could have hyped it up till this point. You know yeah. what I mean? Versus yeah. doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just feel like SmackDown dropped the ball on promoting their other matches. I mean, the Bludgeon Brothers versus New Day. Oh, my God. Really? Um, and not yeah, only that, Burning Sanity again? Yeah. Yeah, well, and the U.S. title, too. What was going on? I mean, it was that wasn't that much hype. The thing is, SmackDown can be really, really good. But they're for me, they're doing it wrong. And it's like, I hope, I wish, and, I, and then I get disappointed. It's like, oh, you guys just ruined it. You know, it's like they took a good thing. Like I, I mentioned a while ago, you know, like with the New Day, when that whole tag thing was coming on, and there was, I forgot who the match, I think it was Sanity versus somebody. I forgot who. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I want to watch this match. And then what did they do? They threw in New Day with their own commentary booth. 
Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And they ruined it. For me, that's what ruined it. And I wasn't I wasn't invested in it. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, uh, I don't know. You were just like, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. That was it. So. All, all right. right. Well, that's it for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Raw gets the win, so it's now one for Raw, zero for SmackDown, one for NXT. All righty. Now it is time. We're gonna do this really, really quick. It is the NXT Takeover Brooklyn? There's only five matches. Yeah, that's all they need. You know, so that's what a couple hour show yeah. <laughs> with all the all hype the and everything. So. <laughs> Alright, so really quick This is for the NXT North American title Adam Cole, baby The champion versus Ricochet Mimi, who you got in this Ricochet. one? Ricochet Rick. I got bing, bing, bing Ricochet running I go along with that I think Ricochet is going to win this one And uh Yeah, exactly Alright, <laughs> then up next It's for the NXT Tag Team title uh, championship: Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly versus Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Rick, who you got? I got the the, 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 the group of the titles. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go yeah. along with that too. Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly. They're uh, they're gonna retain. Uh, next, uh, it's EC3. Uh, Mimi Goody. Oh, Mimi Goody. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna go with Tyler Bate. <laughs> really? So, all right. Tag championship changes hands. All right. Next, EC3 versus the Velveteen Dream. I think the Velveteen Dream needs this one, so I'm picking him to go. It's not going to hurt EC3 if he loses because he's still, you know, developing in the NXT's eyes. Uh, the Velveteen Dream, he's taken a lot of losses on these pay-per-views, and I think this is a redemption for him. Yes, Velveteen Dream. All right, Rick? Uh, I think EC3 wins and Velveteen gets called up. Oh, interesting. And there is rumor. Some There was some rumor going around saying that there's going to be some... Call-ups during SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like an interference of some kind. So, Ooh. Interesting, yeah. Alright, NXT Women's Title Match. Shayna Baszler versus Carrie Sane. Mimi, who you got? I'm going to stay with Shayna Baszler. Shayna? Yep. Retains? Alright, Rick? I think it's time for the Pirate Princess. Mm. No. I think Shayna Baszler is going to retain. <laughs> Oh, I, I think so. I think she is. I think so. Yeah. I'm a home. Yeah. All right. Up next, it's uh, the main event, uh, the NXT title last man standing match. Tommaso Ciampa, who's the champion, versus Johnny Gargano. I am so done with this already. <laughs> I don't care. Seriously. Rick, who you, what do you, you going to go with in this one? I'm going with Ciampa. Gargano, go somewhere. Yeah, he needs to. Uh, I'm going the same way. Ciampa's going to retain. Uh, Gargano, it's, it's just time. Either go to the main roster or do something else. Mimi? I'm going to go with Gargano and Ciampa's going to the main <laughs> roster. <laughs> now, I'm, speaking of them two, I got a question for you guys. It's been going around, and uh, Tommaso Ciampa... And Johnny Gargano. Now, if these guys go to the main roster, do you think that they're going to go straight to 205 Live? They're not big. You can't put them. They're not big. I'm sorry. They're about Mimi's height. So they're not big at all. (laughs) I mean, they can't put them in 205 Live. But they stick in the main roster, they're going to get the sanity treatment. In my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. 
Come on, man. They buried Sanity. Like, they did. They buried the whole so, NXT I mean, roster. Uh, it's like, yeah, uh, they did. Come on, man. I mean, look at Authors of Pain, too. Where, where are they? Look at, look at Oscar. Oscar. Oscar got, yo, she got decimated. Jesus. Anywho, it's ridiculous. Anyway, that's your uh, NXT takeover. <laughs> Thanks, Miguel. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the wrestling POV pay-per-view points game SummerSlam. SummerSlam edition. That's right. Okay, so now I'm gonna explain real quick and what's going on. Now the the way the game is played is each match has a certain amount of points. Uh, Five points or ten points in this case. Uh, so if, uh, let's just say, the B-team versus the Revival, that's only a five-point match. Um, you pick, all right, how much do you want to wager in that match and who you pick. So if you went with the B-team, if you want to go five points, go ahead. If they win, you get those points. But if they lose, you lose those points. You could be in the negative, and you don't want to be in the negative because then you have a possibility to be in the bottom of the barrel. And you don't want to be that because your picture will be placed in uh, a turlet. And uh, it doesn't look good. Um, but at the end of the day, we tally up all the points. Whoever had the most points will become the new wrestling POV champion. And uh, currently, I'm the champion. <laughs> so... Um, and then we also have the interstate, interstate championship, and we also have the Which, overseas championship. And interstate champion is Kayla Knox, and mm-hmm. currently the overseas champion is Jazzy J. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in this case here, normally what we do is I read off the card, read off the points, and then we give our picks here so you can hear what we pick. Um, but this week's a little different because there's a separate bet between Rick Serrano third and Jazzy J. Yes, so let me go into that a little bit. So, last pay-per-view, I went head-to-head with Jazzy J. We made a bet. If I was to lose to Jazzy J, I would have to rip up my Dolph Ziggler shirt. However, Jazzy J cheated, and therefore, we had to make a new bet. And I doubled down. I said, if I was to lose this time around, not only will I rip up my shirt, but I will also change the bottom of the barrel award to the Rick Serrano the Turd Award and have my face on a piece of turd. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the POV podcast president has approved of this bet. So, to avoid any cheating, myself and Jazzy J will make our predictions and our picks one hour before the pay-per-view SummerSlam begins, before the pre-show, mm-hmm. and we will go on Facebook Live, so make sure you check that out because I am going to destroy this woman <laughs> so in this case right now Rick is only going to read off uh, the the matches and myself and Mimi Goody are going to put our picks in right now and uh, if you want to play along, play along but in order to play and have your votes counted your points picked, uh, counted you have to like our page that's yes. mandatory, if you don't like our page and you're going to play, guess what homeboy your points don't count Sorry, exactly. that's just the rules. It's simple, though. All you got to do is hit the like button. That's exactly. all you got to do. That's it. Hit yeah. the like button, listen to the damn show, and uh, make your picks. And if you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. But I'm going to tell you this, too. And I say this just about every damn pay-per-view points game. Don't max out your bets. Because if you do, you can. it's not good. It's not good. 
play it right, play it smart. There's been a few guys that's been a uh, wrestling PvP champion that's played the points game smart, you know. And uh, you don't want to be that person to be the bottom of the barrel where your picture gets put in the turret. Exactly. You don't want to go there. Nope. And also, I want to also add, we have a special bonus because for our four big pay-per-views, yeah. we usually add a little special twist. So for SummerSlam... You have to pick between myself, Tony Diaz, Mimi Goody, and Miguel Cole. Mm-hmm. Which one of the us four do you think is going to win? Who's yeah. going to have more points between the four of us? If you think it's going to be me, you put my name at the bottom of your picks. If you think Tony, put Tony, Mimi, Mimi, Miguel, Miguel. And whoever has the most points, if you could pick correctly, you will get five bonus points five. for your pay-per-view points game total. Mm-hmm. And that goes a long way. It's more than ten. Yeah. I mean... It's just five points. Five. It's enough. Um, can right. I say something? Yeah. Um, I would like to play right now. Since mm. Mr. Ricky's not playing. Alright, sure. Oh my goodness! I get to play! Alright. <laughs> Alright. All right. So let's start this off. SummerSlam pay-per-view points game. Sure. Our first matchup. The you want to play and you want to interrupt me. I'm so sorry. All right. All right, Miguel, you're done. You're going to make your picks the day of. Oh, my goodness. All right, Tony and Mimi. Yeah. SummerSlam. This is not in any order, guys, so don't no, get on my jockstrap, right? You wear jockstrap? You wear jockstrap? Yeah, sometimes. Oh. Um, <laughs> But you know Raw tag team titles. The B team versus the Revival. This is a five-pointer. All right. Um, I'll go first, being that I'm the uh, you know current champion. I'm going to go with the B team. I think they're going to retain it. I'm going to go all five points. Wow. Mimi Goody. I went with the B team, and I also chose five points. Nice. Wow. Okay. That's going to lose. Um Cruiserweight title, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. Mimi Goody. Cedric Alexander is going to retain three points. Now, I was going to go with Drew Gulak um, only because of what was going on with the tweets with Cedric Alexander and Ty Dillinger. Um, But I'm not going to look at it that way. Um, I think, yeah, Cedric's going to retain. So I'm going to go with Cedric Alexander. I'm gonna go two points because I'm not too oh. sure. So. Yeah, this match is kind of kind of fishy. Yeah. You know, I feel like Cedric's been having that belt for too long. True. And nothing's been really happening, so. Um, True. We'll see. Maybe uh, Pete Dunn makes his, uh, an appearance next Ooh. week. Who knows? Just throwing that out there. All right. All right. We have Rusev and Lana versus Andrade Cienamas and Lina Vega. Five points. Tony Diaz. Oh, man, this one's a little hard because I mean, for me, they can't. They can have Rusev lose again, can they? Right? You know what I'm saying? But then again, are they really going to bury Cianalmas that quick? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But being that this is a tag, I'm going to go with Cianalmas uh, and Selena Vega wow. only because it's not going to hurt Selena if she gets pinned. You know what I'm saying? Same goes with um, uh, Lana. You know what I'm saying? So I think the event... I think. First of all, I think Selena's a better wrestler than Lana, in my opinion. So, I'm going to go with Sienna Almas and Selena Vega. I'm going to go five points. Wow. Yeah. And he just said, don't make such a point. Don't bro. max out your points, I, losers. I, the, the Cedric Alexander and Drew Gulak, I didn't max it out. 
Well, Play smart, I, guys. yeah, I chose Rusev and Lana, oh. and I think that uh, Lana's gonna pin Selena. Damn! Wow. Okay. Because okay. she's been getting Got more me. and more aggressive. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. okay. Tranquilo. Tranquilo. <laughs> and I pulled two points. Two points. Two points. All right. Next, we have Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Mimi Goody, five-pointer. Finn Balor, four points. I'm wow. also going Finn Balor, but I'm going five points because just what happened on Raw. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Tony Diaz, this five one points. Was, yeah. I think they're going to go with Daniel Bryan on this one because after this, they can't, there's nothing else can go wrong because I think after this, Daniel Bryan's going to go into the title picture. So he has, he'll have that momentum. This is not going to hurt the Miz at all if he loses. Okay. So I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan, but I'm going to go uh, try points on it. Three points. Okay, three points. Baby Goody. And I went with thinking the same thing. Um, this is not going to hurt the Miz, um, but I went Daniel Bryan four points. All right, interesting but stupid. Next <laughs> up we have Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens for the Money mm. in the Bank briefcase. Mimi Goody, who you got? Five points. Five points. I went five points for Kevin Owens because wow. I want him to get the briefcase. And you know what? I have to agree with her only because. The pay-per-view, the next pay-per-view is Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman needs to be in that pay-per-view, but without the briefcase. Yes. So I think KO is going to do something crazy, and he's going to get because especially the way the stipulation is. Mm-hmm. Either way, as long as now everybody knows that Kevin Owens can't pin Braun. So with the stipulation the way it is, of course, yeah, it's not going to hurt Braun if he gets disqualified or counted out. Right. It really isn't. He's, he'll lose the briefcase. But I'd rather see KO with the briefcase than Braun. Mm-hmm. Braun hasn't done anything with that briefcase. No. So I agree with Mimi. I'm going to go with uh, KO, and I'm going five points. Wow. On that mother sucker. That is bold. Very. All right. We have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The Bludgeon Brothers versus wow. the New Day. <laughs> Tony Diaz. Oh, it's on me? Uh, yeah, this one I was kind of iffy on. I can see them giving New Day the belts. Uh, man, um, I'm going to go with Blood and Brothers, two points. Wow, interesting. Yeah, because I don't, I mean, the way they, they, they especially the last two, three weeks, they've really been pushing New Day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to, I think, damn, you know what? I didn't even think about this, but I think Sanity's going to interfere in this. But, I, hmm. New Day could win, though, by the DQ. But, oh, uh, man. The mind game started. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick with the Bludgeon Brothers. They can't. They can't. Um, some, I don't know. Bludgeon Brothers, two points. Just leave it at that. All right. Mimi Goody. <laughs> Seriously. I don't Kevin want New Day to win. I want the Bludgeon Brothers to win. So I went Bludgeon Brothers, three points. <laughs> All right. That's simple enough. All right. The yeah. 10 points start now. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler well, versus Seth Rollins for an Intercontinental title. Mimi Goody, 10 uh, points. I went seven points, Dolph Ziggler. Wow. Yeah, I have to agree. I think this is where we're going to see a Dean Ambrose turn. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think this is that's what I'm Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 I'm just so damn excited. I couldn't help myself. I honestly think. I don't know why. That I this is. Um, I think Dean may be turning on Raw. She's going to put that out there. Yeah, I think it's going to happen in this one. Um, yeah. And plus, Dolph Ziggler, I mean, oh, man. I don't know. This so one was a little. This one's a little bit difficult for me. So, I I know Dean's gonna turn on Seth. I'm gonna sure. go with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> He's gonna retain, and I'm gonna go eight points. Wow. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, Tony Diaz Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy U.S. title ten points. Um. Shinsuke is going to retain because Orton's going to interfere. So ten points, Shinsuke. Okay. You sure Je- Jeff Hardy doesn't win by DQ? No. Ooh, maybe Goody. And I think he is, and I put Jeff Hardy three points. Three points. Oh, it's right. a ten pointer. No, it's not. It's a five pointer. It's a mistake. It's a it's ten, pointer. ten pointer. So then that make that into an eight point. Damn. Whoa. Damn. All right, next up, we got the Women's Raw Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. This one is also 10 points. Mimi Goody. I went Alexa, 8 points. Damn. Okay, okay, okay. Straight up, huh? Yep. She's going to pin Ronda? No. (laughs) But she will. No, but she will? Mm Mm-hmm. It's going to be, somebody's going to interfere no matter... Some way or another. Nia Jackson has been around in some time. She's actually injured, though. You know, oh, yeah. but they don't have to interfere physically. Just showing their face. Mm-hmm. And distract Ronda. Yeah. To get pinned. All right. How many points you want? I went eight. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. Uh, I think she's going to retain. Um, there's going to be some kind of interference where... Uh, yeah, there's going to be some kind of interview. By who, I don't know, to be honest. So I'm going right. to go Alexa Bliss, eight points. All right, interesting. Uh, next up, Triple Threat Match, SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Carmella versus Becky versus Charlotte. This one is also ten points. Tony? Um, I, I think Charlotte's going to win it. Um, oh, surprise, yeah. surprise. <laughs> Tony's girl. Um, yeah, yeah, shoot. Um, <laughs> Especially with them new with the, puppies. The, the new puppies, you damn right. Um, yeah, I think Charlotte's gonna win this one. She's gonna screw over Becky, I think, and uh, that's when their feud's gonna start, um, and it's gonna lead all the way up to the women's all women's pay per view. So I'm gonna go with Charlotte Flair, but I'm only gonna go five points on this. Okay, Mimi Goody. Well, I was thinking the same thing as far as like. It's going to end up being, for the next pay-per-view, Becky versus Charlotte. And the only way that can happen is if Charlotte wins. Mm-hmm. And I went Charlotte, six points. Oh. All right. Next up, we got AJ Styles versus Joe of Samoa. Um, ten points. WWE Championship, Amy Goody. I went Joe, nine points. Wow. Wow. I think Tony. I'm going to go with AJ. He's going to retain. Um, as much as I like Samoa Joe to win it, and it's his time, um, like I said, I just, I'm just i looking ahead into the, um, the, uh, the uh, Helen, not Helen Cell, um, Elimination Chamber. 
And uh, I think Samoa's gonna Samoa Joe's gonna be part of it for that title with AJ. But I think AJ still needs that championship. So I'm gonna go with AJ Styles. I'm gonna go ah, fuck, ten points. Wow. wow. Yeah. That is bold. That is the bold prediction of the day, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Last but not least, Tony Diaz, Brock Lesnar, the Universal Champion versus Roman Reigns. (laughs) So, being that I said that there's no title change between AJ and Samoa, I think in this one there is going to be a title change. I think Roman's going to win. I think Paul uh, Heyman's going to interfere. Um, I'm a little bit skeptical about this match only because they keep saying the fact that that Brock wants to take the title to UFC and hold both championships. So um, that kind of throws me off a little bit. I'm still going to go with Roman, and I'm going to go all out and go 10 points on this one too. Damn. Wow, Mimi Goody. Well, I am skeptical of the fact that they keep posting on WWE network internet and all this stuff about how many days Brock has been to champion and the fact that they keep boasting about how WWE that keeps boasting that Brock Lesnar wants to bring the the belt with him to um, whatever UFC I'm gonna go Brock Lesnar five points wow wow Wowie, wow, wow. Well, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, that is a Wrestling POV Cruise picks for the Wrestling POV Pay-Per-View Points game SummerSlam. So, yeah, Yeah. very, very, very difficult for me. A little bit difficult from... I'm hoping to retain my title this week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the only problem, the one that I really had problems picking was the Rusev and Siang Almas. Really? Why? Because they both, you know, you, you, Rusev loses and then Siang Almas mm-hmm. loses. It's going to hurt e- either one. But That's true. That's true. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That's, that was my last... Yeah. Everybody else, I didn't have a problem picking. <laughs> now, for All me, right. the one that was hard for me was probably that one, too, so I agree with you. Um, but I would have to say Daniel Bryan versus Miz. I think that's kind of iffy. Um, Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. Um, Dal Ziggler and Seth. Shinsuke, that was easy. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Ronda, that's kind of up in the air, too. And... Um, I would have to say the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns one too. You know, you never know with that one, Rick. Oh wait, yeah, you can't uh, say anything. We're gonna find out what <laughs> I think on the day of SummerSlam tomorrow, one hour before the pre-show, which is 4 p.m. Eastern time. We're gonna go Facebook Live on the Rest of POV Podcast Facebook yeah. page. We'll have me making my picks because I'm going one-on-one with Jazzy J and there's a lot more than a shirt on the line this time. Mm-hmm. There's my face being put on a doodoo statue. If you don't <laughs> want to miss it, make sure you play along. And don't forget, you guys get bonus points if you guess correctly which WPOV crew member will have the most points at the end of the night. That's right. So uh, just make sure you tune in for that. And before we say our goodbyes, we have to go over the Wrestling POV book. And basically all that is is we put the most ridiculous thing in the book that we feel that should be in the book, I guess. So all right, we ready? Yes, Yes, sir. All right, so Corey Gray's hairdo. 
that definitely stays. Brock Lesnar's part-time gig. This could be the last time it's in the book. Uh, stays. Stays. All right. Stays until he gets out. <laughs> All right. WWE writers. That definitely stays. Uh, Taz. The MFR. Yeah, stays. stays. New Day's pancakes. They're still doing it, so it stays. Uh, Kurt Angle's cell phone. Stays. stays. He had it on Raw, didn't he? Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, the announce team. Stays. Really? Even with Renee Young? Even with Renee Young. You see SmackDown? That's, well, then it should be changed to SmackDown announce team. So how about no. this? If, if Renee Young is back next week, then I think we'll take it off and reevaluate it. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. I agree. All right, Baron Corbin's outfit. It stays because it's still, he's still wearing Jesus it. Jesus Christ. All right, Roman, Roman's vest. Stays. Uh, Road Dog. Stays. Uh, Jenner's mantra. Stays. All right, the Pittsburgh crowd. That definitely stays. Stay for a long time. Our truth memory. What? <laughs> what? Stays, I guess. Mrs. Yeah. Fake Baby. Did they show that? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I didn't see that. No. No. I think the baby's gone. Oh, shoot. Mimi? Baby's gone. All right, baby's gone. Mrs. Fake Baby is gone. Bye-bye, baby. Bye-bye, baby. All right, Cole Cabana's broke ass. Mm. He's still broke. He's still broke, so that stays. And uh, the new entrant into the book, Dean Ambrose Missing Eyebrows. Stays. That stays. So he grows them back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so make sure you tune in tomorrow on Sunday. We're going to go Facebook Live so that way Rick and Jazzy J can give their live uh, predictions on SummerSlam. It's going to be one hour before the show, uh, before SummerSlam <coughs> kicks off. And uh, make sure you tune in. Get, harass Rick if you like. And uh, try to persuade him to pick one way or another. You know, he loves that type of shit. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, uh, stay tuned next week. We'll have a new Wrestling POV champion and new Interstate. And... Uh, Overseas and bottom of the barrel, even though I am going to retain so Bottom of the barrel. No, that ain't happening. That is not going to happen. If that does happen, I'll set the record. Anyway, so that's that's it for the show today. I'm your host, Tony Diaz, along with... And the third wheel. Rick Serrano, the third. And our intern. Miguel Cole, adios. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see you next week. Peace out. All right, and uh, song of the week, I guess, right? Try to guess. Oh, I know this. Oh. Come on. Oh, come on. Seriously? Oh. What's his name? Oh. Oh. Alright, but we're gonna touch that side. What's his name? That's it. We the people! Oh! Swagger! Jack Swagger! We the people, guys! Thank <laughs> you.